Happy Monday, Church, and welcome once again to our daily devotion. And today's uh, devotional thought comes from the uh, Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, and I'll be reading from verses 35 to 39. Now, let me just say that this is kind of like an appendix to what I preached yesterday on mountains. And if you can remember from what I mentioned yesterday, Jesus always goes to the mountain to go to a solitary place where he prayed, spent time with God, and, um, you know, rest in the presence of the Almighty. And this is one particular instance where that is described thoroughly. From verse 35, it reads, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. In verse 38, Jesus replies, Let us go somewhere else to the nearby villages so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. So he traveled throughout Galilee, preaching in their synagogues and driving out demons. Now, if you will notice the uh, actual text in your Bibles, it's divided into two different uh, short paragraphs here 35 to 37 we can label that as rest and then 38 to 39 we can label that as work jesus uh, always finds you know the great balance of this and the secret to effectivity and productivity uh, of the ministry of jesus obviously he was spirit-filled and anointed but also because he put priorities first and the priority here was prayer. If you'll read the previous verses in this chapter, uh, you will have a picture of Jesus, you know, working hard. He's uh, healing the sick, casting out demons, teaching, preaching in different synagogues, different settings, different discipling different people. And it can be very exhausting, you know, but you will also find the rhythms or the routine or the discipline of the Lord that every morning he begins that day in prayer he goes to a solitary place he has his quiet time we call it in modern times a quiet time and uh, that's very important to him and it's funny because in here it says that simon and the other disciples found him and they were looking for him and then they exclaimed everyone is looking for you so basically they interrupted jesus <laughs> daily devotion or like a personal quiet time with the heavenly father and uh the next verse is basically jesus tells them the itinerary of the day jesus was ready to work um the modern times that we live in we normally think of our everyday as work and then rest but jesus is a different mindset here his his beginning or the beginning of his day is rest and then work and that's something that we have to learn from its wisdom as well. Because you know what? How many times in every single day of our lives do we go to work feeling tired even if we haven't started work yet? You know what I mean? Um, and that affects the productivity of your work. If you're going to work without feeling rested, then it actually diminishes the capability to be productive. Um, and, and, you know, normally our lifestyle, that's what is dictated by this 21st century work demand life, you know, work, 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 work. And if you have a chance to rest, then go get some rest. 
And normally, when we rest, we don't really rest at all because we just, you know, we do certain things that doesn't really rest us. Perhaps it rests our body, but not really our minds, it not really our souls, and definitely not our spirit. The internal strength that we need cannot be uh, found, you know, binge watching or just, you know, playing games and all that. It's not that it's evil, but, you know, we have to choose how we rest. I can also pertain of this passage as a paradox of uh, laziness and busyness. And I think, you know, we can learn from Jesus a lot, not just learn, but to be challenged to follow his example because Jesus was neither lazy nor busy. He works, but he's never busy. He rests, but he's never lazy. You know, God is not a God of laziness nor of busyness. He is the God of purpose. He is the God of discipline. Never mistake busyness with purpose. We can be very busy but not very productive. You know, we can spend time, resources, or energy but to no avail of what really matters in this life nor of any value in eternity nor to leave any good legacy behind. Laziness is not a godly thing but so is busyness. Satan wants us to be lazy, to prevent us from living our lives to the full. But also, Satan wants us to be busy, to be caught up in the things that doesn't really matter or does not really give any essence to our being. It is only when we know our Creator, Jesus, and understand His will and purpose in our lives that we begin to live in the rhythms of grace and in the rhythms of our God-given divine purpose. You know, Jesus, if you observe Him, He was neither uh, lazy nor busy. He was always purposeful. He was disciplined. He, he, He was on a pace that is heavenly. He came to accomplish His mission, and He did it in the right rhythms of God's kairos. The timing was impeccable. He was never in a hurry, nor was he running late for any appointment, or he was over. Ne- never was he overly stressed. You will never see him cramming. <laughs> uh, he was never passive nor apathetic as well. You know, he was always gracefully paced, and he took his signal from his heavenly Father. Where did that come from? The start of his day, prayer. The start of his day, focus. The start of his day, hearing from God, you know, seeking God's face and allowing God to give him rest and to set him up for the battles of the day. He started every day in the presence of God at Mount Zion in prayer. Spending time with God, with the Father every morning, you know, if we will put God first, as that verse says, famous verse, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Our lives in the 21st century is chasing after everything we need. But the promise of the Lord is goodness and mercy shall follow you. And we should not be chasing it. It should follow us when we follow the Lord. Amen? So I hope this thought um, blesses you, encourages you, challenges you, and somehow, you know, realigns our perspective into what should be priority in our lives. Amen? Let me pray for you. 
Father, thank you for this uh, simple, short passage, but very poignant and very, very uh, powerful to remind us of what matters most. Lord, as we call you Lord, oh Jesus, may we follow your example. Lord, enable us by the power of your Holy Spirit and by your grace, Lord God, to reorganize our lives that we may begin to live our lives from a position of rest and going to work and being effective and productive there because, oh God, we have set ourselves up for uh, a, a win, for a purpose and for the mission that you have for our lives. Father, I pray that we will not just merely exist, but Lord God, that we will live. And just like Jesus, Lord God, enable us, Lord God, to flow in the rhythms of your grace, to flow in the rhythms of your kairos each and every day, feeling and experiencing your empowerment. Lord God, that flows from you wisdom, strength, hallelujah. And Lord, I pray for the rest of us listening on this podcast. Lord God, that we may continue to know you more. That's our priority. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you, church. And see you again next time.